in Federica's article, um, she goes over three implications of this idea of scripture's interface. First, our understanding of scripture and its authority. Second, pneumatology, interface theory, and Christian foundations. And then lastly, the relation to users of the Bible. It is the event of reading scripture that gives it authority and allows its users to interact with the living God through the Holy Spirit. More specifically, scripture as interface is a function or service of the Holy Spirit, as Frederica says. And in Michael Hemingway's states, the purpose behind the model that he is creating with this team is to produce a conversational AI that can participate in online courses to facilitate better learning outcomes for students, which I personally love. The model that the team is building will take short passages that we have seen examples of from Bible as the input and output a narrative commentary on the passage. So the two main objectives of the model that he stated are generate useful text that will fit the accepted commentary tradition and to inject novelty into our understanding of Bible. There also is suggested that scripture interpreted through single and multi-dimensional, multi-dimensional matrices of numbers as a way that model that he is building with the team distinctly reads and writes as opposed to how we read and write. My limited understanding of this model is that there are two current processing systems. One gives an output of the most likely next word and the other comments on the verse. And somehow they will have a combination of these two things. So the model is trained as we saw um, sort of a next step of this and in order to produce the objects that were previously listed. So the examples that are listed in the text actually are very, very interesting if you get a chance to look over them. So I personally haven't given much thought to Bible's interface in the digital age, but what I have noticed is that even at seminary, while taking Bible classes, many students do not bring Bibles with them unless instructed. So even at homework, the physical, by, physical book of scripture may not be held to complete assignments. Bible Gateway has become the only gateway to the Bible. Many students buy textbooks through online sources and take notes through computers and laptops, which I think is an interesting um, thing to add to this discussion. I find there is a benefit to these online sources and encounter with scripture makes comparison a lot easier. So as Frederica mentions in the article, one concern for people is that texts would be deprived of their fixed form and content in contrast to oral traditions by the fluid medial forms. And I think this is a reasonable question, but as she also mentions, I think we've sort of passed the point of no return. Um, the fixed form of scripture is relatively obsolete. This in part is why we have textual criticism in biblical studies. We now have the NIV, NRSV, KJV, and ESV, the message and so many more translations So um, many of the words have been translated differently, which lends a new context to the word being analyzed. And the idea of impossibility of an original only continues. And I would be curious to see what the interface would do with ancient texts used for comparison and language research. The reason I studied Greek and Hebrew is because I'm fascinated by the language. When looking at these ancient languages, new meanings are opened up as each word holds more significance with its history. There's also the question of interpretations we may be missing from not living in a biblical social location. I wonder if there are ways to include this history in the digital commentary 
And I'd love to hear more from Michael on this and if any thought has been given to inclusion of language studies from ancient sources. I also wonder how the notion of scripture as event from Frederica can be seen in Michael's use of technology in reading the biblical text. How does a relational reading of the text play into new interpretations through the digital? Does this make biblical studies and interpretation more accessible or simply farther from the truth? And are there limits on what interpretations are valid? If a machine needs to be trained, what is to prevent it from being trained in a specific way? Especially since theology and biblical studies have traditionally been done traditionally. I'm curious how we separate what is important knowledge on the text and what is subjective interpretation. With the dependence on inherited theological discourse, this seems like it would almost create a backward step in that traditional commentary is traditional. How does one then create new conversation and novelty from traditional programming and traditional training? Are there limitations to this type of analytics? Although a loaded concept, I would say computers have yet to have a soul. But if we take the doctrine of efficacia out of the reading of the text, what does that do? Is the assumption that other commentaries and such will hold the effectiveness and faith in the Holy Spirit as the communion of believers, rather the interface itself that you are interacting with to read scripture? I agree that not every act of reading opens up the gospel, and I'm curious as to what those parameters actually are. Can effectiveness or faith from the text still be valid if it leads to bad or harmful theology? Would this be considered an opening of the gospel still? Frederica says, the hiddenness of the message itself leads to an inevitable plurality of readings and interpretations of the Evangelion. She pulls in Michael to say the anarchy and in interface may be in the lack of ability to order the whole in a stable manner. There seemed to be interest all around from some of the comments that I read. Are there ways in which Bible commentary or interpretation are better conceptualized as continuation of rather than reflection on? So I'm definitely curious to hear more from everybody on that. Our remaining question is how do you filter what is cleaned up? And this goes back to correct and truthful interpretation. Is the idea to give this trained model as much data to set to work with as possible? Will the machine insight to new data and conversation, will this create an accurate commentary? This does um, go hand in hand with my question on evaluating what readings are considered effective and the approach to the doctrine of efficacia with encounter to scripture. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the discussion and questions that others will raise. So 